Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, what's up? Uh, No spoilers. No spoilers. I think Game of Thrones is going on right now. Please don't tell me Bruce Willis dies. I I can't (laughs) handle it. I really can't handle it. If Thanos returns, I can't handle that either. Please just just don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. Uh, um, If Ben Affleck is going to be Batman again, that's fine. Okay, so. All right, we got that over with. Oh, come on. Haven't you heard who the new Batman's going to be? Team Ed. I'm, I'm a Team Jacob guy, so. I'm kind of team Edward. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, not a fan. Not a fan of team Edward. Not a fan of not a fan of team Edward being part of the Batman community. So, but I have to deal with it and I'm going to pay for the I'm going to pay for the movie ticket anyway. So, all right. Anyway. <laughs> How've you been? How, how's everything going? Um, you know, I'm okay. I mean, uh, like you know, but I haven't been like totally transparent about how sick I was last week. I mean, I had a lot of migraines and my allergies have been really hitting me hard. I actually called in sick like two days last week. And before that, I hadn't really called in sick in like four years. So, you know, I've kind of been out of the loop a little bit and not communicating a lot just in general. But I started feeling okay again Saturday, which is one of the reasons I ventured out. And we'll get to talking about some of the things we did this weekend. But I'm starting to feel more like myself again. So nice, um, nice. I'm feeling lost though, because I feel like I haven't been seeing you much and like, I see you all around town and you know, <laughs> all around town. Not really, but okay. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> maybe you should watch your stories again. this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nelson's running around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm a busy guy. Huh? So, mm. Welcome to our show. It's episode 36, Seattle Foodie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Monica, we did a giveaway earlier this week. You know what? We've been so busy, we didn't even get a chance to pick a winner. So mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun to just pick a winner live. And I've got the random comment generator coming mm-hmm. up. I'm about to press start. What do you think? Should we pick one? You should pick one. Let's do it. Okay, guys, this is live. So anything can happen when we're live. I press the start button and the winner is... Oh, our friend, Life of Jess. Life of <laughs> Jess has just won. <laughs> Spark Pizza in Redmond. She's won a dinner for two at Spark Pizza with drinks. So, Jess, I guess we're going to slide into your DMs. I don't do that because I'm 40, so I've never <laughs> done it before. But we'll go ahead and message you. Congratulations, Life of Jess. Don't worry, guys. There's going to be many more giveaways to come. Anyway. That's perfect. So we got that over with. Let's get ahead and go ahead and get onto the show. Monica, a couple of recaps and um, not too many events because next weekend is a three-day Memorial Day weekend. So mm-hmm. not too many events going on there. But U District Street Fair. You and I went, you went, I went, we both went. U District Street Fair went on all weekend long, the 50th annual U District Street Fair. And we got a chance to check it out individually. I didn't realize how many arts and crafts vendors as well as food stalls and food trucks there were. Okay, I full disclosure, I haven't been to the street fair in years. So granted, I haven't graduated from there from a long time. But <laughs> for me, we ended up getting a combo plate from Sebi's Bistro with sausage, cabbage roll, and cheese pierogies. And then we also have some chicken and beef skewers as well. 
What did you end up getting, Monica? Um, so that day I was actually planning on being in Bremerton, but didn't quite make it for a number of reasons. So I ended up going to U District Street Fair for uh, fried mochi poi balls from Seattle Poi Company, who we talked about last week. And mm-hmm. um, I like to get there early because they make them fresh. And so the line can get long sometimes. And uh, aside from that, um, I got my favorite lemongrass pork skewers, which is really great street food. And um, I actually did a boomerang, which, you know, I never do, Nelson. Boomeranged uh, myself with like this little piggy cotton candy they were making. Um, I think it was the same people right next door to uh, 23 Below, who does a nitrogen like Cheeto puffs uh so yeah. it was it was them. And so these this little piggy was so cute. And I actually did a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. Two things Monica hates lines and boomerangs. So you'll never <laughs> see the boomerangs. <laughs> Once Nelson starts boomeranging, I just walk away. Sometimes I'll just keep my mouth shut and participate. Other times I'll just like for, for one thing, Nelson has to like boomerang something five times. For it to come out right. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> reason reason five million six hundred and seventy five thousand reason that I have to get a new phone. Just, you do. I have to let the I have to let the first boomerang run and then delete mm-hmm. that one and mm-hmm. then get the boomerang. And then the worst part is I can't time the boomerang correctly. So four <laughs> tries later I finally get the right boomerang. It's just yeah. But I didn't realize you, had, you hadn't been to the fair in a while. Um, one of the things that I really didn't tell you last week is that I've been to the U District Street Fair for 20 years in a row every time. Wow. And, and so that is something that's special for my family and I. It's something that we do together. And it's easy to try to do it because it's two days. So it's Saturday and Sunday. And so we can usually find a time to pop in and out. And it's just one of those things, you know, with my family, we we have certain traditions and that happens to be one of them. So I had been planning on going in the afternoon, but uh, since the trip to Bremerton fell through, we actually popped in in the morning to make time for another event we're going to recap today. Today. 20 years that's that's older than most instagrammers that are listening to this stuff i know i was hesitant to say it but i feel <laughs> like i feel like just like it's the 50th anniversary and and this is by the way you district street fair 50 it's the oldest running street fair in the country mm-hmm. and, and so it's a pretty huge deal and i'm just like well you know i mean um you know, sometimes people say, well, you go to like all these street things. No, I actually don't. Um, There are just some that I go to all the time and some I might want to try out. But U District is just one that's always sort of resonated for my family. Speaking of street fairs, how about some Taco Libre truck showdown? Would you how would you think of that, Monica? Taco Libre. So this is another one. So this was the eighth annual Taco Libre. And I haven't been to everyone, but I think I've been to six of them. I was trying to count back. So I went on Saturday afternoon, uh, the same day I went to the street fair at U District. And I didn't purchase tickets for the margarita and beer tasting, um, but I just stuck to the free family-friendly food festival. And um, Mike Shea-Weiss was there. And it was really hot. Like you and I had talked about how surprisingly hot and sunny it was. Um, My husband actually had to buy me a hat that day because I had been caught out in the sun without a hat. Luckily, Mike Shea-Weiss had mango sago shave ice to cool me down. And I think, did you try that at their pop-up a couple weeks ago at 20 ounce? Yes, I tried it out last weekend. So good. 
they told me that their inspiration was from the A plus Hong Kong kitchen yeah. that they have a mango sago and yeah. that's how they, then that's why they came up with that special flavor. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it really captured the character of mango sago really well down to like the, the beads. I mean, and the cream, I mean, just those flavors together just really reminded me of eating mango sago. Any other fun highlights there that we, that we didn't know about? Um, well, you know, I always got to stop for my chicken wings at Mangosteen. But another reason I stopped by there is that they were having hot Cheetos elotes. Yeah. And so elotes, you guys, I'm sure you guys know, is, you know, Mexican corn seasoned with, you know, all this lovely stuff. But Mangosteen <laughs> decided to do hot Cheetos. And so they had like hot Cheetos and then like super hot Cheetos. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll just go for the regular hot Cheetos. <laughs> And and so that was kind of a fun take on it. Um, They served it up in a bowl. Sometimes I like to eat it on the cob. Honestly, I think a bowl is just much better for me. Just walking around the street is easier to carry. Um, And and so that was another highlight. And I have to say, I saw a lot of our foodie friends show up later that night. And just seeing the line for Mangosteen, I mean... Um, a lot of people probably don't remember, you know, when they started out a couple years ago, that really I was there on the first day, the, their first day at Salt Lake Union Market. And I remember there was no line. And while I kind of miss those days where they were like my secret, I'm so glad that people are hearing more about them and, and just really, you know, buying their goods because it's good food. Um, I know yeah. you went there too last weekend. <laughs> I think it's awesome. And you guys, every weekend, I, f- I think they're putting out new items just for mm-hmm. yeah, that weekend. Specials. Yeah. Really, they, yeah. 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 They always do specials. specials. Yeah. In fact, in some of the events coming up, they will not be serving chicken wings. So that's a heads up, you guys. Always pay attention to their social media. You might expect chicken wings and they might not have it. So they're trying lots of different things. Um, aside awesome. from that, there are a lot of vendors that had tacos or other taco-inspired dishes. And while the wrestlers, the luchador wrestlers, they were in the beer garden area, but the ring was really close to the fence on one side. And also, if you were kind of up on the hill on the Denny Park side, you could actually see down there. So, so people could still see the wrestling, which was really great. Um, I was a little early, but I tell you what, the streets were crowded. A lot of people. People were early so it was it was a hit for sure definitely definitely well monica one more festival or event one more event that we got to check out and this was on sunday this was just right now what better way to spend our sunday afternoon than eat as much lamb and drink as much wine and spirits as possible oh my gosh so- <laughs> I'm talking about lamb jam with so many chefs and restaurants trying to cook up the best lamb recipes. I think I can speak for both of us that we are so full from this lamb jam at Seattle Design Center. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm pretty stuffed right now. And uh, it was it was a lot of food, just just like always. (laughs) So, I mean, there's there's so much so much food to cover. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many different tastings we had. Let me just give you some of my favorites. The shambles. You and I love the shambles and same as Platt did a whole lamb porchetta poached in whey, wrapped in lamb chudo, olive, preserved lemon, herbs, arugula, and pesto. I think that was one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. Big portions too as well. And the other one that I thought was really good and I put multiple tokens for the win was by Chan. They had their lamb belly tacos with pistachio mole and smoked chili aioli. Monica, I was watching them. They were torching the lamb belly. Mm -hmm. I mean, lamb belly. We always talk about pork belly, but lamb belly. 
crazy. And they had those edible flowers, made it look so pretty that I thought that was my favorite. What yeah. do you think? I, I love both of those as well. I mean, I have to admit, um, I did go by the shambles table more than once. <laughs> um, even though it's full, I went back multiple times. Um, for Chan, uh, I saw them bringing out an entire like tray of that lamb belly. And I was just like, what would they say if I just like went up there and asked for just the lamb belly? Because it was so tender. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so tender and flavorful and, and such a great preparation of it. But aside from the two that you like, which I totally agree with, um, Normals had these like mm. fried lamb ribs and they yeah. had fennel on them and just all kinds of spices and they served it with chutney and sauce. And I just thought like for, for a little while, I got, I got them like straight out of the like, oven like it was like hot but once it cooled down like it had really great texture and like the rub on it was fantastic uh, another one I liked was Purple Cafe had a lamb shoulder barbacoa and they were the ones who were serving it with fresh tortillas and I'm not sure what was going on with their tortillas but I love them uh, they, they, they made for a really nice sort of taco inspired dish great time lamb jam this is like the third time I've been to lamb jam I'm always so full it's one of my favorite events of the year i mean mm -hmm. it's they really do it yeah we also got some acme ice cream too as well they were doing some they're doing some stout floats at acme ice cream mm -hmm. right yep yeah. yep stout floats and then in the vip section they were doing actually a pretty nice um lemon inspired dessert with caviar and caviar you know, I I would never thought about lemon with caviar, but that fresh citrus with the salty caviar really worked. I mean, that was like, sort of just blew my mind a little bit. The lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's what I always <laughs> think when I eat caviar. That's why I'm thinking uh, Robert, what was his name? Who's the, uh, the lifestyles rich and famous? Oh, I that's, forgot. Anyway. Oh, that's way back. Yeah, way back, way back. Anyway. Moving on, moving on. Monica, tell us about a restaurant we visited. It felt like it was so long ago because this was like earlier in the week. But tell us about Poppy in Capitol Hill. That was such a fun time. It was. Uh, I'd never been to Poppy and they've been open for like 10 years and you hadn't been there in a while too because you've been before. Um, probably one of the biggest highlights for me was Chef Jerry Tronfeld giving us a tour of the herb garden before dinner. And it was so amazing. Like when we went out there, it was like the smells, like when we got close to the herbs and to the edible flowers, like touching it with our hands and knowing that really those herbs end up in like cocktails and mocktails and a lot of dishes that they cook there. Um, oh, we tried so much food, Nelson. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, so yeah, let's, let's go down the list first before we get into the details. But we tried um, eggplant fries, gin-cured Lummi Island sockeye, green-roasted Salish Sea halibut, and tali. On Tali Tuesdays, you can get a tali for two that comes with eggplant fries or dessert for just $35. And it's substantial. I mean, I, I think that's a great price for a great meal. And one of the things that I love, even though you and I are meat eaters, the restaurant is really flexible with dietary needs and restrictions. I mean, there's a lot of food for, you know, vegan eaters, vegetarians, and a lot of gluten-free meals. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. it's all it's all thoughtfully pulled together. I mean, what do you think, Nelson? 
what you know what I really love is that they use the herb garden so well yeah. that that Lumi Island sockeye so good and you can you can see all the herbs that was mm-hmm. in it that they put into that oh so good I really really enjoy it and Monica I want to go back because I want to eat in that back patio oh for I don't sure. know with her. With or without you, with without I mean, I would. Ra- I I could take a date with me, or I can just eat by myself. But mm-hmm. I want to go back in the summertime and eat in that outdoor patio, and just smell all those different herbs out there. That's <laughs> that's what I well, want to do. Yeah, well, you're getting too used to eating without me. So whatever, Nelson. <laughs> Um, but we haven't even talked about dessert. Um, you know, it's Oh my gosh, yes, the <laughs> oh dessert. I was kind of full and I was thinking, okay, so maybe, you know, they'll bring out like a sorbet or something or like, you know, a little cookie. And Chef Jerry sent out a platter of dessert. And it was like as big as the Thali tray, and like there was like, I don't know, eight desserts on there. It was uh-huh. it was so uh-huh. much. And those like little peanut butter squares, sort of just fell in love with those. But the rosemary gooey cake, oh my the god! Gooey cake. Oh, oh my, my god. gosh! Yes, like all of the flavors working together, and I think that's like the trick, right? When you have all these yeah. really distinctive flavors, they can often fight each other, but Chef Jerry finds a way to pull it together. And yes. even though I was full, I was just like, I just couldn't stop eating any of it. Yeah. And Monica, I have to say special shout out to our server, Nick. Mm -hmm. He was so fun. Yes. Such a good, such great service. Excellent service. We even talked about Game of Thrones and (laughs) talked about some other things and he was just so entertaining. Mm -hmm. I mean, the service was just awesome there. Um, If you guys want to come to go to a restaurant and you're looking for good service, you got to check out Poppy. Totally. And just as a side note, it's really great just for two people or for groups. They have like larger communal tables. We saw like two large groups while we were there that had like 12 to 15 people at each table. So it seems like they can mm-hmm. accommodate any size of party. All right. Well, that's pretty much recap. Four different things that we did. Pretty busy. How about some events, Monica? Yes, events. Okay. So Nelson, we are both fans of Lil Woody's. And we've talked about. Don't have them. to tell me twice. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> talked about them on the show many times, but yes. Little Woody's wants to thank everyone for their support, and they will be giving away free. Get that free burgers on Memorial Day, Monday, May twenty eighth. So from two p.m. to five p.m., you can get a free burger at only these locations. So pay attention: Capitol Hill, Ballard, or White Center. This offer is not at any of their other locations and does not apply to any of their other burgers or sandwiches. Any extras you order on this burger is going to come with an additional cost. And there's a limit of one burger per customer. Nelson, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, who doesn't want a free burger? That's right. That's right. Have you ever done the free burger day at Little Woody's? Because they do it also on Labor Day, too, as well. I think so. No, I've never done the free burger day because I'm totally willing to pay for a good burger. And the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The lines, yeah, and they do, and they do run out, guys. So don't show up at like five p.m. Mm-hmm. expecting a burger. Sometimes they'll just run out, mm-hmm. and so you'll have to check on their Twitter or their Instagram. But I think it's such an awesome gesture every mm-hmm. every Memorial Day and Labor Day weekend. I think it's so awesome that they're giving away free burgers. Go out and support Little Woody's. Get a burger, then grab a strawberry shake. That's my favorite, and then get some fries with some crack fries, or you get some onion rings. Like make it a meal. It's 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 such an awesome thing that Little Woody's is doing. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Little Woody's. Thank you. All right. And then one more event. Monica, 
I can't believe we haven't talked about this place because this this cake, I had it about a month or two months ago. Amazing. Everybody talks about it all the time. I'm talking about Cubes Baking. <laughs> so on Saturday, May 25th, Cubes Baking Company, by the way, they're the winner of season one of Food Network's Winner Cake All. They turned two years old and they're celebrating with a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And located at 2315 North 45th Street in Wallingford, Close by the 45th Stop and Shop, Cubes will be debuting their Trey Lecheria, which will expand their line of their delicious Trey Leche cakes with a new baker experience, which includes Trey Leche donuts, mm. some cold brew, fruit tarts, and now they have a customizable make your own slice station. Mm. I don't know what that means, but that sounds awesome. Make your own slice. Does that mean like a quarter of the cake is a slice or like an eighth of the cake is a slice? Or you get I to don't, decorate I don't know. it? Sounds exciting. I think you I think you get to decorate it, probably add some other things, probably add some syrups. I don't know. Oh I, I see a Nelson Monica cake decorating competition coming up. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm not doing that. Not falling in that trap. Not falling in that trap. Come on, it's fun. But no, it's it sounds team gr- building. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the, have you had their tray leche cakes before, Monica? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. They're <laughs> so good. Yeah. The horchata one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what else? The dolce de leche. Oh, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm just thinking there, about it. Okay. There only and, there, there's only two places I buy Trilesh's cake from, and they're one of them. On that day, in addition, there will be some other guests at the party, included Miagra Fresca, Los Tamales, and Comadre Panadrea, <laughs> and they're selling pan dolce. I butchered that, didn't I? Monica, <laughs> help me out here. Help me out here, Monica. <laughs> no, I was just looking forward to the show. <laughs> Well, let's see what yeah, happens. Just, let's see what happens. Just, just letting me hang out to dry like that, man. All right, that's what partners are for, I guess. I know. Maybe you can ask one of your other friends to help. <laughs> Since you like hanging out with them so much. Oh, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I'm full of lamb. Seriously. My excuse is I'm full of lamb. <laughs> You guys got to check out Q's Baking in Wallingford. It's it's amazing. The the cakes are just, they're one of my favorites. Like I said, Monica, it's Memorial Day weekend, so there's not really too many events going on. Everybody go out and enjoy the sunshine. Go barbecue. Pick me up some good steaks and uh, invite me to all your parties because apparently Monica wants me to be hanging out with more friends. <laughs> so. All right. So should we get on to the interview? Yes. Yes. So our interview today is none other than the infamous and famous tiny hanger Tiff, Tiffany Zhang. Don't be fooled by her stature because her shots are killing everybody in the Instagram game. And here is our interview. What's up, Seattle? I am here with Seattle foodie Tiffany Zhang, a.k.a. Tiny Hangry Tiff. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. A little nervous. <laughs> A little nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous at all. So, you're not originally from here, not from Seattle. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you're from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. So, did you get yourself started as a foodie while you were in Houston? No. So, actually, when I was in Houston, I wasn't a foodie at all. I only ate my mom's food. And Houston is like a huge foodie scene, right? Right, right. Yeah, so I didn't go out at all. Just ate straight up Chinese food the whole time. So, I was quite picky. Okay. Yeah, but then when I moved to Seattle for college, that's when I started getting into food because I was like, well, I can't eat my mom's food the whole time, so I have to go out and eat food. And so I actually started off with 
Yelp. That's mm -hmm. how I got my Instagram starting. Um, I did all the research on Yelp, seeing what's the best food, and I based it off pictures and reviews, of course. And then after like going through them and searching up for foods, especially since my friend likes visiting Seattle a lot, um, that's kind of how we're, it started. Where yeah. I just looked for food. I wanted to bring my friend everywhere. And then I started taking photos of the food on my phone. And then when I got my first camera from my dad as a birthday gift um, last May, that's when everything really That's when it got started. real serious. Yeah, right? I got serious <laughs> from there. Yeah, exactly. So you've been eating most mostly Chinese food from your from from your mom and dad, right? Mm -hmm. So is that what you gravitate towards when, when you're, when it's you're comfort. looking for food? Is it's it? comfort okay. food. Like, people are shocked when I say, yeah, I don't really eat, like, you know, fried chicken or, like, those briskets, mm -hmm. barbecue food. Yeah, I don't I don't really eat those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of like that, too, because mm -hmm. growing up, I'm just like, so most of the stuff is, like, mostly Asian food that I, I'll put stuff, because that's where I like to eat, mm -hmm. is that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Starting your Instagram, mm -hmm. what is some if there's someone that comes up to you like Tiffany, what is some what is one advice or some advice that you can give someone that wants to start a food Instagram? What? Yeah, so it really depends on the route you want to take with your food account. If you really want to invest into it and have a like a huge growing number of followers, then I would say study the platform. Okay. You know, study other foodies know how they take shots, you know, know how, like the content they put up, um, definitely know the trend too. Uh, if you want to go in that route, you got to mm -hmm. study the platform. But if you just want to take photos for fun and things like that, then yeah, just do that. Then it's not much, it's not as stressful. All you got to do is post the photos you want, <laughs> you know, it's like basically documenting the food you want uh -huh. using that kind of platform. So when you're taking your shots with your camera, what, what kind of angles and stuff are you looking for? Oh, like, yeah. That, that's a tough question. <laughs> because honestly, when I go for a photo shoot or a media tasting, I don't really have a picture in mind, you uh -huh. know? Um, but as I study pictures and stuff on Instagram and study how other people take photos, that's kind of where I get my inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's like I want to mimic them. I want to experiment. So that's why I love media tasting yeah. because then I can experiment with different angles. And I do take, like Nelson, if you know <laughs> Nelson, he takes like over 100 shots at these food <laughs> tastings. I, I was similar to him. You know, I'm yeah. just playing around during the time I'm taking a photo shoot. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. I'll go to like okay, where, where am I going? I'll look at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then from the restaurant, I'll go ahead and like see what other people are taking or mm -hmm. what kind of what kind of food, like yeah, what kind of food is getting right? it and how they're shooting the angles. Mm -hmm. And then that way I can kind of see and if I can, if I want to like recreate it or if I want to do something different to yeah. it too as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, Same. I'll always do that before we go into something like, something like yeah. a photo shoot that we're exactly. doing. Exactly. I would always do a little research before like studying their menu to see what kind of foods they serve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of food mm -hmm. in Seattle, how mm -hmm. would you describe the Seattle food scene? I would definitely say it's growing. Compared, okay. I mean, if you were to compare it to LA or like the right. east side, you know, they're highly saturated or Vancouver, and, mm -hmm. but in Seattle, we're still quite small, but mm -hmm. we're, we're definitely going. We have, I, we kind of have a tier system. We have like a generation system. Uh -huh. You have the OGs and then you have like newer generations, uh -huh. but it's, it's definitely going because food is important, you know, right. and now people a days, they have that new iPhone, right? So you right. can make it all look pretty. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. going. Yeah, definitely. I think in LA and I think I was in Vegas recently, mm -hmm. they're doing a lot of food stuff that's that's different than yeah. Seattle. And Seattle's kind of like maybe a step behind. We're more so they kind of catch up and they're trying to, yeah, more local. We're a little behind on the trend too. Uh -huh. 
Okay. It's, I would definitely say it's more sophisticated. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have friends coming from out of town, mm -hmm. where would you take them? What are some of your favorite places you would take in Seattle? Oh, yes. So the first one, Seattle Fish Guys. Okay. That's like... <laughs> we always go there, I, Tiffany. I, I, we do. <laughs> I've been there five times in one month. No joke. And I'm not tired of it. Yeah. The food just keeps getting better and better. Mm -hmm. Like, it's honestly like... At first, I was like thinking, I really like Sizzle and Crunch, but that's personal preference mm -hmm. because I like that Chipotle kind of style, you know, mixing everything together. Right. And I and do it's like... it's fast and quick. It's fast, yeah. quick, and has lots of vegetables. It's technically kind yeah. of healthy, right? But then after eating Seattle Fish Guys, I'm like, wow. It's it's so it's so fresh, yeah. you know, compared to all the other poke places. Yeah, their flavor, everything about their restaurant is fantastic. That's yeah. the number one place okay. I would recommend. Okay. Any other places? Where where else mm. would you take? Where else would you take? Like I would okay for ice cream, I would say Kurt Farm. Okay. Kurt Farm is so is so good. Their flavors are so unique, and they have. If you take it outside, it's like a perfect foodie scene. Okay. Basically, because you can take awesome photos there. They have a great background. Bakery Nuva. Bakery Nouveau? Yeah, Nouveau. I really like their croissants there. But we're actually growing. Like, there's a lot of cafes who do really great French pastries now, but mm -hmm. that's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. I like getting their twice-baked almond twice croissant. Twice-baked almond <laughs> croissant, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's amazing. I love getting that. It's, it's good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I, There's so many things that whenever I go to that bakery, but... I always gravitate to ordering Me too. That. It's like without <laughs> even thinking, I just say, try to make almond croissant. Yeah. And I'm like, what else do you want? I was like, oh, let me look. Let me no, look. let me look. Because there's so many other good stuff. Because they make really good focaccia, and then mm -hmm. they do like the flatbreads, and too. they have cakes. And I love their savory sandwiches. So there's oh. a lot of stuff that like, you can get, but I I'm go always getting, getting that, the, same the same order. Thing. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Well, okay. So here's the, the fun thing about you, Tiffany, is that every time when I'm on, when I'm on your Instagram account, I see a lot of like, Canadian photos, like places yeah. when you go to Vancouver and Richmond, BC. So mm -hmm. this is why I wanted to have you on because as a Seattle foodie, you do go up there quite a bit. Yes, right? I do. And I want to ask you, what's your what's your research process? Like how do you how do you find all these good restaurants? It's, I use Yelp a lot. I do use Yelp a lot, and you know that because mm -hmm. we're both Yelp elites, but Yelp can only go so far. So can you tell our listeners? How do you get through the whole process of looking for food up in Canada, up north? Yeah, for sure. So Canada has a huge food scene. It's like basically Asia. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even, it's like the cheapest Asia you could get into. Right. You don't even have to fly there right. from here. And knowing that, I want to make sure that I take advantage of the short time that I have there. You know, I don't want to just mess around and eat whatever food that's around the area. So I do have a huge like research. I do a lot of research before. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I do use Yelp. You know, but Yelp is always, like, personal preference. You mm -hmm. know, it really depends. But I use that as a reference to just read reviews and stuff like that and um, looking at pictures. And then I actually have a lot of Vancouver foodies as well. So I always ask them, like, hey. So a lot of foodie Instagrammers yeah. from Vancouver? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I ask them, like, give me your top five sushi places or something like that. Or mm -hmm. what would you highly recommend in Richmond area? What is the best boba shops? I would always ask them. And then because I know my trips are very short, I have to plan out all the locations I want to go. So if I want to go to like three places in Richmond and then like two other places in Vancouver, like I would have to plan that approximately. And my detailed schedule is pretty detailed. I would say like this restaurant is five minute drive away from this bubble tea shop. And then I'll put it in that order. Of course, mm -hmm. I won't give a time limit, but I would say I would like list literally all the places I want to go and how far the distance and the times they 
are closed. Do you use a map or would you use an app or anything like that? No, I, I just out? put on my notes. Oh, your notes? Yeah, okay. I put on my, because it's a really great document. When I go back and look at it, I'm like, oh, okay, I went to all these places. Now I don't have to plan if I'm going for a right. day trip. It can be the same one. It's really hard for me actually to try new restaurants because once I have a favorite, you just keep I, going I, I keep going there. And I'm like, <laughs> dang it, because now I want to try other places, uh -huh. which is why when I do go to Vancouver, sometimes I want to like hit up like new like foodies over there. Then they can show me like new places to eat. So what are some of your favorite spots in Canada? Oh yes. So or do we have to like separate it from like Richmond to like or Vancouver? Because there's so many good places I just go to Richmond for. Okay. Okay, okay. So being a foodie, there's two there's two things. It's like you want good food but you also want Instagram worthy food, right? Right. right. So I would say my number one that I always tell people is to go to Hong Kong BBQ Master. Okay, HQ Bar Master. Yeah, that's, Richmond, that yeah. one's in Richmond. And yeah. I'm like, you should hit that up anyway because you have to hit the border and then you hit Richmond first. So yeah. I always go there first to get lunch. Okay. Or to, and to go get some to bring back. Um, Hong Kong BBQ Master is first. Um, then I recommend to a lot of other of my foodie friends, Saku. Mm-hmm. Saku is a really great Japanese katsu place. That's they're on very, Robson Street, that's right? That's on Robson Street in Vancouver. Um, they always have a long line, but they're very authentic. The restaurant is quite small, uh -huh. which is why they have a long line. Yeah. Um, if you ever go to Vancouver, go on the weekdays. I think on Monday they have 15% off. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Saku would be my other one. And then for dinner, I always go to Zakushi on Denman. That's also on Robson Street. Okay. Got to make RSVP for them, too. Okay. They're really authentic izakaya skewers kind of food. Yeah. Yeah, I would go there. And then in between, I would literally place, like, pastry places, ice cream places. I do have purebred and Bilkoop Bakery as one of my favorite. Okay. Um, purebred is like a pastry heaven. Yeah. It's literally, like, you don't even know what you want. You go there and you just stare. <laughs> and then it's just like, what do I want? I want a whole box of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like... That's one of the best. Boku Bakery is really good. It's I went to my last trip. And, and you had that peanut, that sesame peanut mochi, yeah. twice baked croissant, I think, for their Chinese New Year special. Right? I didn't even know it was a special. I, I just, was so we got envious. there early. We got there early. I was like, oh, that looks good. And it was, it was good. So, they have like seasonal croissants. Yeah. I know that they have a jasmine blueberry twice baked croissant yeah. right now and it was phenomenal yeah I tried they have that. they have fantastic croissants and mm -hmm. I, we went there early so yeah, i did i have to get i had no idea that they sell out so fast yeah i went there and they actually sold out by 10 10 a.m mm -hmm. and they told me that tip for all of you guys who want to go there rsvp how you can do that is you can message them yeah. on instagram to tell them to hold a box for you and okay. they will do that for you or I, you can call them the day before okay i didn't know that That's yeah cool. they told me that and i was like okay i'm like forever going to rsvp to make sure they have the croissants available okay. for me now you and i both love bubble tea so we can't i can't go without asking you what's a good bubble tea place out oh, in yes. vancouver or richmond okay so Here's the thing, Nelson. <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan of bubble tea. Okay. I might be the only Asian who doesn't like bubble tea as much. It uh -huh. could be because I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. But I would say the best one I tried was Xingfu Tang. Xingfu Tang. Okay. Yeah, they have. They just opened their second location, so they shouldn't be as crowded. Usually, there's a long line, but we went there right when they opened, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. It was really the brown sugar milk tea was so fresh because they they like steam up and caramelize the boba right there in front of you, oh, right? Okay. And the second one I would say is Wenzo. Yeah, that one is also very good. I have a lot of Vancouver foodies just say always go to Wenzo over there or go to Xingfu Town because Xingfu Town you have to still wait in line, uh -huh. you know. But it's crazy because in Vancouver and in Richmond there's so many bubble tea places popping up. 
honestly, it's like everyone can have a favorite there. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say those two okay. are one of my favorites, yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, let's get back to Seattle. Okay. Okay, I have some flashcards to ask. Nice. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. I'm going to mm -hmm. pull it up right here. You're just going to answer, like, as whatever comes up in your head. Like, okay. The first thing that comes into your head. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> I'm a little nervous for this, too. I, I kind of mixed it. I kind of did a Canadian edition, too, as okay. well. So um, I kind of add, added some questions. And I'm just going to just, just random. I'm just going to pick random questions. Okay. And you can ask them Seattle-based, Eastside-based, anything that pops up into your head. Okay. Okay? Let's go for it. Are you ready? And they're yeah. random questions, so they can Is this be, a speed test? It's a, it's kind of a speed test. It's a lightning round. Oh. Okay. Okay. So just whatever pops in your head. Okay. Ready? All right. Favorite brunch? Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, favorite brunch? This is, this is not working. I'm already failing yeah, at the speed first, test. Just, just whatever pops in your head. Porsche Bay is not necessarily the most favorite, but it's, it's, it pops okay. up in my head Porsche first. Porsche Bay sounds good. All right, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. Justin Bieber. Sorry, I'm a Justin Bieber fan. <laughs> um, East Side or Seattle? In terms of food, Seattle. Okay. Favorite pasta? Carbonara. Are you talking about Russian or like in general? Carbonara is fine. First Carbonara. thing you can Favorite noodle spot? Kokoro, oh, this is in Canada. Okay. Kokoro Toko, Tokyo Maze Soba. Okay. Sorry, Seahawks or Mariners? Seahawks. Seahawks. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. No, wait, none. <laughs> none. none. Okay. I don't drink any of them. <laughs> All right, favorite drink of choice then? Water. Water. <laughs> I'm simple. This is good. This is good. Um, favorite place in Chinatown? Cow Cow. Cow Cow. And let's see, favorite dessert? Pastries, croissants. Pastries, croissants. Favorite bakery in Seattle? Oh, dang it, that's a really hard one. Well, I already mentioned bakery noodles. Well, yeah, that okay. one I like a lot. And in a, another one? Uh, Midori just closed down, but that was my that was my other favorite. The one, one in Redmond? Yeah. Okay. All right. Last but not least, favorite happy hour? Pearls and East Side. They have really great happy hour. Okay. Last question. What place has never carded you? Like carded you, as in like? Oh, like like. like all of them. <laughs> okay. All of them. I don't look my age <laughs> you at don't all. Look like your age. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure out because you're. You, all of them. We're, all we're of them. talking before, right? Mm -hmm. They're just like everybody always cards me, and they like don't know. Yeah, like, they they yeah. always still card me. Yeah. No nobody ever what. cards me anymore, so I'm just wondering. So I was like, is there any place ever like walk into a bar and there's like can't. Yeah, I can't. They just yeah. say, where's your card? I was like, okay, it's right here. I should just like have it prepared. I'm like, here it is. Let me go in. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, last question. Where can we find you on social media? Tiny Hangry Tiff. All right. Just on Instagram? Just on Instagram. Perfect. All right, Tiffany Zhang, Tiny Hangry Tiff, thank you so much. Thank you so much, I am Justin, so for hungry. Me. Let's go eat. Oh, I'm yes. 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 Okay. And that was our interview with Tiffany Zhang, a.k.a. Tiny Hangry Tiff. Monica, I'm so excited because... Let's just, I'm going to be honest with you. Tiffany is like our Vancouver Richmond guru. Like if we ever want to go up to Canada, I always ask her where we're going. And I, I'm so excited because this weekend is going to be a huge Memorial Day foodie trip. And we are all packing up and heading no up north. Oh, I'm pretty excited too. Um, I go to to Canada every Memorial Day weekend. And this time I get to share it with a bunch of foodies as well. I'm excited for the Richmond Night Market. Okay, I'm 
I'm really, really embarrassed to call myself a foodie because I have never been to the Richmond Night Market. Oh my God. So I'm, yeah, I'm preparing my Canadian accent, A, and we are just going to head up there. I can't wait to eat all the Asian food and all the bubble tea, throw in some other things, throw in some noodles and sushi. I'm so good. I'm, I'm so good to go. This, this can't even be a thing. Nelson, you were born and raised here. It runs from like May <laughs> to October every single year since like, oh, wow, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> yeah, what what can I say? What can I say? I just I just never went up when when it was uh when they had the Richmond Night My Market. My goodness. Open. You know, they did have a smaller market um that I used to love, but they stopped doing that one. It was it wasn't as big as the Richmond Night Market, but I thought it had a real hometown feel to it. But that's okay. We'll go through through the Richmond Night Market and I hope you're ready, Nelson, because it's oh. it's quite a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to eat as much as I can. It's just, uh, yep, I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. My body is ready. Mm -hmm. What other places are you excited for? Are you excited for any other places? I don't know. We haven't planned out our plan of attack yet. We can't even plan out when everybody's leaving. So, <laughs> so we'll just have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be good, okay. though. I'm excited for a bunch of places. I, I can't wait. Meat and bread, Nana's green tea. Uh, where else? Um... Those are all places we have here. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> what, you want to go to Snowy Village? <laughs> Snowy Village. Uh, where else? Matcha Cafe you know? Michael. No. <laughs> Matcha Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Need some bread. Uh, well, no, I'm really excited. Um, really, I can't wait. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all and happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.